right, this is your host slash co-host, Adam. And this is your host slash co-host, Justin. And this is FGG, a.k.a. Flow, Grow, and Glow. We're good to start now. All right. How is everybody doing? Happy Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. The weather is wonderful. We have a lot to be thankful for. Indeed. Yeah, so it's uh, October... Was it October? 23rd. 23rd. It's spooky season. Spooky season. The leaves are changing colors. You know, it's a very beautiful thing. And I think <clears throat> the cha- I think I always think of fall as like symbolic as like it's an it's an analogy for like the change that we go through in our lives. You know, it to me, it's like fall time is just a reminder to like embrace change, you know, embrace the flow of life. Embrace the flow and grow absolutely yeah i think of fall as, as not only as the season to get pumpkin spice lattes at <laughs> starbucks but also the season to kind of i don't know in my head i view the fall as the start of something new yeah absolutely similar to i don't know i guess a lot of people view january 1st as the time to start something new but for me it's always the fall and that's because of school conditioning i would say yeah when you are in when you're going through school, the school system, usually your fall time is when you start school. So mm-hmm. in my head, I always, I'm, I'm just conditioned to think fall time means the start of something new. Yeah. So I oftentimes get that feeling of, oh, I want to start something, whether it's a business or a friendship or an idea, something like that. Yeah. I usually pursue it in the fall time. Yeah. Fall feels like a time of like, Fall feels like a time of like rebirth to me. Like like you said, like with that example, like start a new business, you know, reach yeah. out to some friends you haven't seen in a while, whatever. It just feels like a really nice time to because um I feel like summertime is like when you should like I ideally I think you wanna be at your peak, like when yeah. the when the weather's the best, like that's a time of like expansion. And then, like, as the weather gets, like, colder, it starts to get colder and it starts in the fall time and goes into winter. That's when you want to um like kind of look within and like build yourself from within where you can like kind of expand or like explode out into the summer, you know, whether that's like whatever you're pursuing, like a business or personal relationships, Mm -hmm. whatever. It's almost as if the things that you build during the fall time and the winter time kind of show in the in the summertime yeah it's like during the winter you can hide, you know, you can, you can like, you know, you can stay hidden, you can you can wear baggy clothes, you know, to hide your lack of a gym body. You know, you can yeah, in the you can go ghost, you know, on social media, whatever. But you know, in the summertime, we get exposed. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. I mean, it feels like that. Yeah. It's kind of weird how that cycle just never ends. It does. I know. And you're right. It's a cycle. It just never ends. It's it just ends. a loop, a cycle over and it's over. It's a loop of just grinding and then shining. Yeah. Damn. That sounds profound. Yeah, the what yo, it sounds profound because grind and shine. That's what it is, bro. We gotta yo, we grind and then we shine, bro. Yeah. Damn. So what have you been grinding out lately? What do you? What are your visions for the future? Man, I got a lot of things that I'm really excited for over the next six to twelve months. Like, mm. um, like this podcast. First of all, like really like getting into that trying to build that out this is a lot of fun to do it's yeah a lot it's, of fun. It's, it's passive too because it's just a conversation at the end of the day mm-hmm. that's all it is yeah exactly see i think that's the most important thing is that like all the things you're pursuing should be fun like yeah it should it should be it should be fun or should have some sort of end goal in mind and it should feel natural too yeah exactly because there's no point in, there's no there's no feeling for me that when i pick up this mic i'm i'm thinking damn this is unnatural yeah, like it's the, not like going to work. It's it, not a job. You yeah, know? it's not like a sedentary thing where you just sit here and you're like, I am going to do the same thing over and over again every <laughs> day. No, it, it feels uh, it feels kind of natural because you're just having a conversation with a friend. And yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, like, I think whatever you're pursuing, whether it's a podcast or learning an instrument or going to the gym or building new habits or building a business or whatever, um, it should feel natural like yeah. that's the the goal but i think bef- sometimes before you can get to that point where it's like natural to you you have to like you do have to like force yourself a little bit you know of like course, to like course. make it like a thing like for me personally like lately a lot of the goals that i'm pursuing i'm finding 
my pursuit of them is becoming more natural. Like what, like before when I started back up on some of these goals, like um, photography, making music videos, things like that, playing the guitar. These are just some things that I've been spending my time doing. Like, you know, at first it was like, okay, I got to like break my bad habits or whatever I was doing before and kind of yeah. force myself to do these things. And now momentum is kind of taking hold. And now it's like, like, it feels like less like I'm going to do these things. And these things are kind of like calling me towards them. Yeah. You know, I'm you, being you, pulled towards them. You kind of just go into cruise mode. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that, that happens when you build a lot of momentum on the particular thing that you're trying to get better at momentum is key yeah momentum so is key. momentum is key you can feel momentum in everything yeah that's so interesting that you say that because i i feel that with a lot of the things that i do it's just it it takes a lot of discipline to start yeah and when you when you have that when you've just started that discipline sort of i don't even know if it fades away because you still need the discipline to pursue it every day it's not that it fades it away, but I feel like you're less conscious cautious, yeah. conscious of it. Like, you kind of get used to it. It becomes habitual. It's like, yeah, automatic, you know? Yeah. It's more of a flow. Like you, like you said, cruise. You're in cruise control yeah, at that point. In, yeah, you're pretty much in, in cruise control. Yeah, yeah. It's different to work, though, because work, when you go to a ni your 9-to-5 job, that, for me, feels like a chore. It feels, yeah. it feels more like a drag for me to go the way i think of the nine to five in some cases like how it makes me feel is like not that there's anything wrong with a nine to five because some people some people enjoy yeah, that lifestyle it's it. for everybody but it's not for everybody but um i kind of feel like like uh like they have like the carrot and the stick like you know what i mean like i'm on the treadmill and they're like they're like this yeah the carrot on the stick is like your paycheck your salary and it's yeah, yeah. you know your rent for every, the month or every whatever two, every two weeks yeah, yeah yeah your bills you gotta pay and it's like you know you're on this fucking treadmill you know and they're like they got you here you know and you just that, keep going and it just that's fucking what keeps it going. is that's what it is yeah yeah i mean it, it, it's it's a cycle i feel like a lot of young people are starting to first of all see through it yeah because one lifestyle expenses go have shot up but salaries have still remained so one one real or one reason for a, why a lot of young people are starting to have that realization that the nine to five lifestyle isn't working for them is because they realize well i have this lifestyle or i have this job but it doesn't it doesn't afford me this lifestyle yeah i'm not able to buy a house i'm barely able to buy a car and all the things that I, I, all my needs, such as social life, like your social life, your, the things that you want to buy for yourself, entertainment, clothing, hobbies, entertainment, whatever, hobby, hobbies, whatever it might, might be those things, like those things become an expense more than they are a necessity mm -hmm. when you have something like a nine to five, uh, paying job, man. So, I just hate the idea of like something as arbitrary as money getting in the way of like like a passion project or like a dream or an idea. Cause so yeah. many great things start from like, like a dream or an idea, you right. know, I just hate that. Like, Oh, we couldn't do it because we didn't have the money for it. You know, yeah. like that shit, like I want to get to the point where that's not an issue. It's unfortunate. It's the unfortunate reality we live in. Right. Think about how many money geniuses bro, like in the world, like across the yeah. world that aren't allowed to like be a genius at like, you know, medicine or art or music or whatever because of like finance just something as arbitrary as finances so like arbitrary yeah. made up number bro my only answer to that is capitalism <laughs> capitalism capitalism no nah, no nah, but you know what like at the end of the day that's just the world we live in yeah i heard um yo you know guy Ritchie, the direct he's a director guy Ritchie is he not the guy who like no that's guy fieri Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different guy. Yeah, that's like literally, but, uh, literally that that no pun intended. That's yeah, a no, <laughs> there's a different guy, but um, guy Richie's like he's a British filmmaker. I heard him on a, a podcast radio show once, and he was he was discussing like kind of the same thing we were talking about. He was talking about like in his British accent, he was like, "Don't hate the don't hate the game, mate, because you're in the game. Like, yeah. you, and you got to figure out how to like win the game." He's like talking about like capitalism. He's Basically. like, he's like, he's like. He's like, I'm not complaining about the system because it is the system. Like, it yeah, is the rules yeah. of the game. You have to play it. But he's like, and he was going into 
different like like how he kind of came up in the film business and yeah. stuff like that. You know what? There's But I like that attitude, you know? Like it's that's kind of when like people like complain about like the system, like the economics or whatever. Like there's a lot to yeah. complain about, but like that's just my reaction to it. It's like I mean, those could... are the rules of the game. I'm going to I'm just going to do my best. Right, right. And and to be fair, the rules of the game can like you have an infinite amount of opportunity for yourself right you just have to take upon that opportunity and put it on yourself that made that sentence made sense you just have to take it upon yourself to create that opportunity yeah so something like building a brand or building a product you know yeah you look at nike yeah you look at apple and you think wow it's impossible for me to do something or even to conceive an idea like the iphone but it, it it isn't necessarily impossible because someone at Apple did someone at Nike did. Yeah. So you just have to take the proper steps and that takes time, obviously. And that takes resources, but guess what? You have the internet. So you have a resource. Internet is the greatest invention in history. I mean, it, it really is. And, and to be, to, to like go against the, um, I guess the, the, uh, die or like think about in like other countries bro or like even before the internet yeah. like like governments and shit could like censor information bro imagine I mean, that they still do they still do but i mean it was like way extent. more common like yeah. they would burn yo you would you could burn books burn a library and then like yeah you you, you lose information you lose you, that information you lose knowledge you right. you keep knowledge from people and you keep them stupid right and under control like so the right. internet bravo chef's kiss chef's kiss because you're able to do anything really like yeah, yeah you put you just got to figure out what it is that you want to pursue yeah. and that just goes back to kind of as as for the young people or the younger generation that are realizing that hey the nine to five lifestyle doesn't work is to now look at spend the time that you have when you're outside of that nine to five mm-hmm. and pursue something that's bigger than that yeah you know it's, it's two hours a day if you have to spend or two hours before work or just any amount of time that you can put towards something bigger so, so yeah. it could be a passion it could be it could be a f- it could be like a fashion brand it could be anything but the ch- there's a high chance that it's you're creating something that will be able to earn you s- some form of uh yeah energy back is energy in energy out right absolutely yeah and that, that's a, you have to think about money in that in that way i mean i'm not i'm not at all saying that i'm good with money in any particular way but one thing that i understand is that the there's a there's a law of thermodynamics that suggests that energy can't be created nor destroyed but you can transfer that energy Mm -hmm. so you have a set amount of energy day by day but you and you get to decide what you want to spend that energy on whether it's going to going to a job that's paying you shit off you're spending Mm -hmm. that energy and you're and you're receiving that money in return or you could spend that energy on investing in some sort of ideal or brand or whatever it may mm-hmm. be and and eventually getting that energy back in yeah. a, in form of a paycheck or in form of some sort of service that is equivocal or equivalent to the energy that you put in yeah that's, and that's how i view the world honestly like in any in anything that you do energy's a real thing yeah. like like and money is just a it, money is just a it's a, a form of energy. It's a form. It's a physical manifestation of energy. Because mm-hmm. you, you can't. We can't see energy. We can't put value on an energy. Yeah. But money puts value on energy. That's what money is. Yeah. Exactly. One thing I like that you said there, um, like you, you mentioned, like invest your energy. Like, I think where a lot of people get mixed up in is they're like, like the they want something quick or they want something for nothing. So like you know let, like let me do this job or perform the service and like you pay me like or you know or I get something immediately out of yeah. it. But I'll, sometimes yo it it takes like it, investing your energy takes the form of okay you're doing something for free or for yeah. little value for a while before it really like maxes up or blows up. You know right. like whether that's like investing in yourself with like skills or or, or reading knowledge. You know. Yeah. things like that going to the gym is a perfect example you go to the gym like three times at first you're not going to see anything like you look in the mirror you're going to look the exact same more or less but like after like a couple months a few months like the, the investment pays off you know yeah. there's no immediate short-term gratification and i think that's really key to the whole concept I mean, yeah we live in a generation of that bro like people want 
people yeah people require that gratification yeah, that yeah. instant gratification because i it's think it's almost it's almost yeah. as if we're being conditioned to be like that so we're mm-hmm. being conditioned we are we're yeah. being conditioned to accept only things that are instant yeah so we're the idea of investing is sort of it's sort nobody of has fade, time for that yeah, everybody wants away. it now everybody now. Wants, like i i want to put bitcoin i want to put money in bitcoin and receive like yeah, 300x yeah. of my return. No, that's unrealistic. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Or yeah. any investment. I just put Bitcoin was on the top of my head, but it could have been. It could be anything. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not a realistic. That's not a realistic outcome. Or you want to build a brand. Oh, I'm gonna sell this product. I'm gonna drop ship and I'm gonna use FBA and yeah. I'm gonna be receiving like thousands of dollars a month. No, these guys who are actually successful at that spent yeah. a lot of time and energy. Yeah. In actually finding a product, a viable product, and selling it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the same with anything, even with this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're starting small, but you know, with momentum. Who knows in five years where something know. could happen? Yeah, and I think that time and and, and that's why patience yeah, is patience. so key. Patience is l- really a virtue. That's what they yeah. say. It's kind of cliche, dis- but it really discipline is too. discipline, patience, because con- vision, because there's because cons- there's consistency. Seeing the forest and not the trees. Yeah, you know. I don't know if you saw that like one that pictorial that describes uh discipline versus versus consistency yeah yeah i did so see discipline that so discipline is actually m- you're more you're more likely to be successful with discipline versus consistency cuz discipline is consistency if you're just consistent or or no sorry it wasn't consistency it was motivation yeah yeah mo- yeah it was I've motivation yeah. versus discipline yeah because motivation kind of just kind of yeah. comes in like comes spurts. And goes. Like you it can't predict it. Like, oh, I wake up this morning. I'm feeling motivated. Uh, tomorrow, yeah. I don't feel like doing anything. You can't live like that. Mo- Otherwise, you're just up and down, up motivation, and down. Motivation is re- re- reliant on external forces. Yeah. Discipline is internal. Mm-hmm. So Very if, important. Yeah, and that's the difference. Is that, that is big Discipline difference. is mindset. Mm-hmm. Motivation is your friend telling you, Come on, man. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. Two very different things. I think to build discipline, though, or just in general, I think it also it's very, very important to kind of like to really know yourself and like know like what drives you, what gets you going. Like for me, like like some people might take this the wrong way. But for me, I've noticed that I am motivated by like externally like 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 for instance somebody tells me i can't do something that motivates me you know like what's your style of motivation some people are like really motivated from like within naturally you know and like for me like i've heard shaq shaquille o'neal said this in an interview too he's like i would talk shit to people so so they would like they would like talk shit to me and like like get me motivated Mm, and stuff like like he was doing it like purposefully like because he knows like that's his motivation style and like i kind of feel like uh as i've lived that's kind of like I've noticed where that's my motivational style. So like you gotta like, you gotta figure out how you work, right? Like everybody operates differently. So if someone says you can't do it, that's when you'll like when I'm you'll a, try and prove them wrong. Yeah, yeah, like I'm the type of person like I'm a big idea person. Like like my family always jokes like they say like oh you're gonna be an astronaut. Like you keep saying like oh, like every day I'll be like oh, I'm gonna do this 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 and this and like like when I'm like really like passionate about like an idea that I have and somebody like like puts me down says like you can't do that like that like really like pushes me like okay I want to do it to prove that I can yeah like that's just something that I've noticed about myself so like everybody has their own motivational style well I would you know the world is telling you you can't do what you actually want to do the world the world conditions you to think more quote realistic about yeah, the realistic, things that you can exactly. do in, in this life that's something that's in the back of my head as well like when i'm i'm doing the things that i'm doing i'm working on the things i'm working on like i know it's not gonna like pop off in like three months it might pop off in a year two years three years longer than that but like that's like like you said the world is like kind of like Oh, you can't do like stop wasting yeah, you, your time. You, just settle. You, just you settle. can't be a content creator. You yeah. have to be a customer service representative. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to be an office realistic. manager or that's more a lawyer realistic or whatever. Than that. Like, come on, things are changing. Yeah, things, things are, are changing. Things absolutely. are changing for the better. Yeah, yeah. It, it's and so. We were weird. having this conversation. We usually get a coffee before we uh, switch on the podcast, and yeah, we were even t- talking about how even the nine to five grind or the 40 hour week work week is not even 
it's not even efficient. It's not effective as a as a means to. I feel like that work. Well, first of all, that idea of forty hours, five days a week came from like the early nineteen hundreds, like the Ford Motor Company. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like on the conveyor belt, like on you know, you had these guys doing like really repetitive movements. You know, it's literally a assembly line, yeah. like, and they're doing the same thing over and over. So that made sense. It was like efficient, right? But like the way like things are now, like we're in a different kind of world in society and economy, like. Like there's people working at like there's a lot of like we're in they call it the knowledge economy because like we're not doing like manual labor and shit like our technology is advanced that like we have robots and different applications that can do that most most people their job consists of like you, like sitting in front of a computer for seven to eight hours and like using like their brain like yeah. critical thinking planning strategy that sort of shit yeah you know and so like five days a week forty hours a week eight hours a day like doesn't necessarily make sense for that type of work environment i think i, I agree with you you know and every work and like there's so many very there's so many different jobs too like there's a million and one job titles now like i feel like before like job titles were like much more general but now there's like really specific and niche jobs and job descriptions like so to one size fits all everyone doesn't make sense i think as the future goes on i feel like things are going to become more individual like you know like we're going to have things that are more specific to your individual circumstances rather than like okay all of you do this or go through this system like no matter what yeah yeah i mean we're not robots you can't program us you can't program a human to think like a, a robot we're not machines man no, we're not machines so every every person has their individual talent and it's yeah. not just going to be fixed to a one size fits all mm -hmm. you know it's, absolutely it's, we we're more there's many different things that makes a person a person and one of them is their skill sets that are almost infinitely different yeah across the yeah. board so you can you can't expect you know someone who's uh supposed to be a quality control engineer someone's going to be looking at that particular uh doing quality control in the particularly the same way as you know person a person b might have a whole different perspective on what is what is quality to be passed on or mm -hmm. what isn't so you know the, the expectation that management i would say has on on their employees is unrealistic and things things need to change yeah we they need, are we changing need, we need more we need more quality we need more quality work rather than just quantity of yeah work. yeah and and you you find a lot of comp or companies that just throw on a lot of work your way yeah yeah but you know that 90 percent of that work that you do amounts to nothing so mm -hmm. It's, I guess that's just the world. That's, that's as far as the job world works. Yeah. That's just how that works. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's just like companies like trying to extract like value from you. Yeah. But, um, you have you ever heard that, uh, that Einstein quote where it's like, you know, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree its whole life, it'll yeah. live its whole life thinking it's stupid. It's the same thing. Basically. Yeah. Like if you put someone who's like supposed to be an artist and make them like i don't know like an office worker or something like like they're gonna like you know that's that doesn't make sense putting square peg in a round hole situation yeah, exactly you know and we gotta have less of that you know we gotta man it really starts from like the early years yeah like, it starts when you're in school like 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 one of the things like as i've gotten older that like you look at school like like the public education system was whack bro like we need to start like taking looking at kids like individual talents and interests when they're younger and like building upon that you know and i think you get a much more successful society in the long run if you if you try to educate kids in that manner yeah so that they are able to build on their strong yeah because everybody comes into the game of life with their own individual talents yeah. or specialties you know like yeah. something they bring to the table whatever it is god-given talent whatever you want to call it and yeah you just got to find a way to to like to put that out into the world you know yeah yeah i agree with you but uh school systems now are only they're they're built for one type of thinker yeah the the quote gifted kids yeah yeah that, it's so interesting because i was always that always confused yeah, me when that, i was in public school like gifted kid like are they smarter than me like i don't it's not that they're smarter it's i think it's more like 
they followed the rules of like the grading system or the classroom better like you know what i mean yeah. like they 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 work better they think better in like that school environment it doesn't mean they're smarter than the other kids and, and on the other side of it there's the special kids yeah yeah yeah, there, the, yeah. The special, the special needs, needs special kids. Ed. yeah See, the, the, the terminology is so important it because is it, it paints a it paints a like a I don't know. It paints a, the entire the verbiage paints the picture of of what of the label, yeah. right? The label labels are so important. That you're bro. Gifted. Well, that has a positive connotation versus quote special. Special is more of like a negative. It's almost like a that could really it's harm a, it your confidence. It has a negative undertone. It sounds yeah. positive. Yeah, special. I am special, but you know, special yeah, education, sped, and then yeah. you know it it's it's a there's a negative on and then like other kids like you know like if if you're the sped kid or the special kid other kids like in the school environment like being immature obviously you're gonna be like oh you're the special kid you know that's really yeah. gonna like and you're gonna self-identify with gifted that kids are on the pedestal yeah yeah the gifted and kids, they yeah. they have a superior i ah, man i know so many kids that were gifted and they were on this high horse pedestal i would like to see like the numbers like kids that were like quote-unquote gifted like what like how successful they are versus like the regular kids or the special well, kids like now like i'd really be curious to know not no knock on any any gifted kids or anything just out of curiosity yeah well no i i wouldn't i'm not i'm not putting anything against the gifted kids that's just the result of yeah the, the conditions of our of our education i just system. think the labels are funny like yes. it's they're very funny like look look like, who's i would to say this I kid would, is special i i was in the special as someone who was mm -hmm. in the special ed program their entire life yeah one thing i realized was okay the special ed program basically it was a way for them to tell me i was stupid my entire life in the mm -hmm. education system yeah which is wrong because the, i really did think i was stupid when i was a kid yeah that's i really tough. did think that i was i wasn't as smart as the rest of the kids i was it's just mm -hmm. i wasn't you know i wasn't i wasn't it's almost like you're trying to grow a plant but you're not feeding it the right nutrition. Yeah. You're not giving it the right uh, resources, so you expect it to grow just as other, just as uh, as the other plants. Yeah, like so I'm, a, true. I'm a fucking potato, and you're treating me as I'm a as if I'm like a cucumber. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I require different uh, yeah, resources. Dip yeah, you know? <laughs> so that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean that's probably a horrible analogy, but in any case, what I'm trying to get at is. Uh, you can't expect me or you couldn't, you can't expect the, the kids that think differently in the school system, uh, to just like, you're basically forcing them to think a certain type of way and throwing them in the special ed program yeah. is stupid. It's not a, it's not a good way to, uh, point kids in the right direction for growth or for their, for their, yeah. uh, it doesn't make sense yeah, to me. They're flourishment. I mean, another thing that that kind of reminds me of is like, like, like the tight the the term ADHD. You know, yeah. like a lot of people. Like, I'm not ADHD, but a lot of people that know me are like, Justin, are you sure you're not ADHD? Like, you're not like because sometimes like when I get like really hyped up, I can go from like one idea to here to here to here and like people are like are you sure you're not adhd i'm not adhd trust me well like, you, it's, you're just you, why would you give yourself a label yeah exactly yeah it's like why like but also it's like when you label kids adhd then you like just give them a bunch of pills or whatever like yeah. for their 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 mental health or whatever their adhd like i i don't know i kind of believe certain terms in the medical community like something like adhd they might not be made up it might not be a made-up condition but i feel like it's kind of like boosted a little bit by like course, medical practitioners course, like course. you know and they're subscribe they're prescribing like unnecessary drugs and medication to these kids you know you're not adhd as like a young person you're just you just think differently like your yeah, brain you, operates man, or processes think, things think about in a, a different kid. way and that's a beautiful thing think about a kid who's seeing the world for the first time man they're looking at that little cater caterpillar. Their mind's going crazy. They're looking yeah. at the ball, that the soccer ball. Their mind's going crazy. Like, th there's so many different things that, yeah. it, first of all, is new to them. Yeah. Second of all, their excitement is is pulling yeah. them in every single direction. So they're kind of, you know, all of these different possibilities uh, as far as the the things that they're being subjected to is going through their head. So it's almost as if they can't even, yeah. they can't even like grasp onto one thing. Like everything is exciting. Yeah, everything is new and exciting. But 
they'll look at you in the school system and say, well, this kid's crazy. This kid I think it's because up. like the school system and standard enemies. is like you have to be like calm, like introverted, you gotta be like a, sit you at your be desk, stoic. be quiet. Yeah, like kind of really, but like an eighty eight typical ADHD person yeah. is like bouncing off the walls, yeah. like stere- you're stereotypically. You're a kid. Yeah, that's I, such a normal kid thing. to That's do. what I mean. Like, but the school is saying like you're you you're ADHD, you're special or whatever. It's yeah. it's you're not special. It's just you don't fit into their like rigid like yeah. rules, like they're their square, their definition, their yeah. square. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Though. I I was always a social kid growing up. So I got labeled as a uh, as a kid who who had ADHD. Really. And then when um after that they labeled me as special. So I was uh, I was put in the special ed program. Bro, they just keep changing up the labels, yeah, just, bro. Be consistent, keep, they, bro. Yeah, they, like, kept, they kept they kept putting new labels. Yeah, yeah, they're just but making it, things so, up. It's so it's so uh, inconsistent. And I mean, it's the result of free education and yeah. I feel I feel as if uh at this point if I had kids, I would not send them to public education. I think there has to be a balance, like, because I'm with you in that regards. Like, I would be a little bit apprehensive about putting them through the public school system. Yeah. Um, but also, I think there's like, I think there's some downsides to like saying homeschool because, like, I would want my kids to, to get, socialize. Yeah, to get that social yeah. aspect, you know, to get like, you know, how know how to deal with people in the real world sort yeah. of thing. So I would try and find some balance. But I agree with you. Like, that's I would, the only important thing about public. Like, that's the only good thing. About yeah, really, that kind of is true. Yeah. That's the big benefit is like you make friends and learn how to deal with people and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it's kind of it's kind of whack. I mean, like another thing that's like like each depending on where you are in the world or like you're learning something completely different. Like, yeah. for example, in in the United States, in certain states, they don't completely teach, especially in the southern states, they don't completely teach like the history of slavery, like in classes, you know, like like they're really? setting they're setting the curriculum in certain places and parts of the world. You learn different things yeah. like, um, yeah, it is true. Yeah. In the southern states, they, they I think they mention like history, uh, the history of slavery, but they don't like talk about it as how important it was, you know, like like because it, it's like like the country was founded on that issue yeah. the issue of slavery founded by slavery. and they kind of make it like like a footnote in history when it was really like a significant part of united states history yeah that's crazy man and that's yo, the internet bro that's all it takes let me google this damn bro they had slaves back then these guys yeah. are lying to me like you know Basically. Like, like seriously yeah yo, the, yeah the internet bro it's fucking awesome man i mean we're on the internet right now we're just sharing our right sharing now. our conversation yeah. how cool is that bro we're putting our voice out there into yeah. the world bro like and anybody can do it like it doesn't take much to yeah. do this sort of thing it doesn't yeah yeah like before i met up with you i was on youtube like looking at like filmmaking stuff yeah, like yeah. tutorials and these videos and stuff like man the internet is fantastic bro it's you fantastic. ever you ever use skillshare um i have not but i know like there's there's some courses that i've been eyeing i haven't like committed to it yet yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yeah i know skillshare is like really really cool is this a podcast sponsored by skillshare yo skillshare are you guys <laughs> sponsoring this podcast <laughs> no no no. i'm just joking it's just like a general question yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I, I started using skillshare um just literally for that that type of stuff it's yeah great for like creative creative stuff yeah but they have everything on there too right it's not just creative if i'm not wrong like i think they have yeah, like a lot adobe of adobe photoshop like i i use it for i was using it for blender oh that's and cool adobe yeah. adobe um illustrator nice trying nice. to get trying to build my skills like honestly yeah because i i feel i feel as if those software that software is is just man if you're trying to build a brand if you're trying to build anything honestly anything, anything that, like anything that visually. can be yeah visually marketed yeah even with this podcast it yeah. requires some form of ma- marketing yeah um knowing your way around photoshop even if it's not you don't have to be an expert but even if it's to a to a an extent like you're proficient you're not you're a, you're a novice at it for instance yeah like it's, it's so valuable it's super valuable so you know i and that's kind. Of, I feel like that's kind of like because I feel like you see a lot of these things popping up, like Skillshare, yeah, like you know YouTube University, like these different platforms where you yeah. can learn creative skills for free or for very cheap. Because yeah. I think a lot of people are seeing the way the world is going, especially with the invention of the internet. The way the world is going is people and businesses have brands, and those brands 
need to be marketed or or you know and they require a specific skill set yeah right? so if you have that skill set like you're in demand or you yeah or if you're not in demand right now you're going to become more and more demand yeah, yeah, as true. we progress into this type of world it's this true. internet world post internet world i know that google even offers services where they'll educate you through their online media yeah online basically through online school yeah and then they'll just set you up with a job google yeah i've so seen you, that. so you so you basically the google certificate i've seen yeah that. you get a google certificate and google, yeah. google now doesn't even they don't necessarily require someone to be a university grad yeah for for you to work for them they they need specific skills mm-hmm. exactly like you got to know how to work like if you want to be an analyst for google like they don't care that you've gotten 98 percent on statistics in university like, yeah. you know, what they want is you know how to use google analytics can you do the job you know how to can you, you know, do what you, we need um, you yeah, to do we need you to do very specific things so you know there that's how the world's i can't i feel like is that's how the world's shifting and i like that yeah. because i think that's like part of like an ideal society yeah. where like the people who can do things and produce work um like they'll be more successful than the people that simply put can't do the certain thing yeah, yeah. like that's i think that's a fair society like not to say like I, I like people who can't do things they've lost but like like you're more value like what's the word well being frame? an educated moron is kind of like <laughs> well I, yeah I, you're yeah. you're shit out of luck bro, you're yeah you're shit out of luck like, like you you went to school for like i don't know dance there's like a lot of people who are like that actually like i hate to use the put them on that label but like like you said like a lot of debt like like yeah, a lot of education but they can't do anything they can't it, do shit it's not their fault it's, it's not it's, their fault it's because of the that's what we were told it, yeah. that's what we're supposed to do that's what we're told we're supposed to do so we're like okay i'm going to university but but i like dance yeah well why do you need to go to university to pursue dance yeah exactly like what is university gonna teach you that you can't be taught at a dance school or in pursuit of your own vision through, I don't know, going to Broadway or something. Yeah. Like actual experience. Like what school, what school is going to do is, is, is basically put you in a room full of other people that are pursuing the same degree as you. And they're going to tell you, Hey, act like a dog. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's very, I don't know. It's a money grab, man. It is no, for sure. And and, and I unless think you're in some like technical or 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 you want to be a doctor, or doctor, lawyer, lawyer. There's only a few like occupations a that you really need to go to school and go through all those years and yeah, like, like that. Okay, maybe business, but like specific things. I would argue you can learn marketing, yeah, online. What do you need to go to school? Just for read a few for? business books. Really, you don't need to go to school for business. Like to 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 start your own business or to manage some sort of business, yeah. like read a few. There's like business. There's like principles to business. You know that yeah, like yeah. you can pick up on through books and then through your own experience. There's and like stuff. a thousand different philosophies for running a business because I feel like running a business is all based off of philosophy. I was gonna say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I find I feel What's the same your way. Business philosophy. And I think depending on the business, like there's a different philosophy for it. Yeah. Like um. I remember a little while ago, I, I purchased a course from, you know, Elliot Hulse. Yeah. Yeah. You bought an Elliot Hulse course? Yeah. I purchased an Elliot Hulse course a couple years ago. Um, it's really good course. It's like, comes with an audio book and like notes and shit. So I just yell at you (laughs) like, be a man, like breathe through your balls. (laughs) Yo, shout out to Elliot Hulse. (laughs) But, um, father of YouTube. Yo, honestly, bro. Like, yo, if you didn't have a dad, bro, in the 2000s, 2010s, bro, Elliot Hulse was your dad, bro. This guy was just like, (laughs) strike camp. Yo, Elliot. But, um, yo, so I purchased a course from him and, um, his course was like the, it was called the non job ladder. And it was like a business philosophy for starting like an internet based business. And, um, it was really interesting. It was like, it's like a meta that like he was using like a ladder as like a metaphor. I don't want to get into like the super details of it, but like essentially he's using a ladder as like a metaphor for like different, um, parts of your business, you know, and the customer like climbs the ladder of your business, depending on what you offer them. Like you offer them higher value things at the top of the ladder and lower value things at the bottom. So it's just like a, it's a business philosophy. And I thought that well, the first time I read the book and took my notes and shit, I thought that made so much sense. Like it made a lot of sense on paper at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the good thing about 
um, kind of accepting a business philosophy is that you yeah. can really you can and really you can look customize at, it. Yeah, you too. can customize it. You can look at a a handful of different business philosophies and kind of come up with your own. Yeah, like I would um, take And it will be unique. Yeah, It'll exactly. be completely unique and you'll have a company structure that's different from Google or different from mm-hmm. Facebook. Like oftentimes I, f- I feel as if people, you know, I work, you know, I work for a company that solely base, bases themselves off of, oh, Apple's doing this, so we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or Starbucks is doing this, so we have to do that. But I, personally i i find that that almost like you're not giving your company enough credit you're not giving your, your you're just business. following trends you're, right you're you're effectively f- following another company and you're following yeah. in the shadow of follow another the company. leader right? you know that's yeah. what it is and and that's a limiting philosophy i feel yeah. as if you build your own philosophy um and it's it, it makes sense for yeah. you as the pr- as as the the primary leader of that business but also it makes sense for the people that work for you mm-hmm. um you'll build a a strong company yeah that uh, first of all of employees that really love working for you which is one i would argue is the most important thing oh super especially important. if you have a large business you don't like the what's the, the morale like bro the, are the people excited insane, to come yeah, into work the most insane thing i see is, on the project? is that like some ceos are just just not aware of the fact that people hate working for you yeah so honestly bro so it's so it, they're so disconnected they're, they're so like disconnected sitting in their and, ivory glass tower yeah, you know like yeah and they're they're whatever they're going through in their head or they they you know, think they're they're thinking of they're only thinking of the money the ceos like that are really disconnected because they're like you know all they care about is like the shareholders right you know what's the stock doing you know what are we doing you know on the stock market Uh, or they give presidents to the salespeople because those those are the people bringing in them and bringing in the dough yeah but you know what like most of it is operated by or most of it's on the most of the weight is carried by the people who are operating the show yeah, which bro, is the foundation the, the man. foundation which is which is the people who work in the back mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing but um but yeah that's i kind of feel as if that yeah. kind of i feel like that company i feel like um what we're talking about here with like like business philosophy yeah. i think I think philosophy in general is just so important because, yeah, like, man. like it's religion, it's yeah, it's money, it's it's like your art, like the reason why you do things. Yeah, it's you it's know, it's it, the answer to why. Like, why am it, I doing this? Started, why do I get up in the morning? It all started like, with philosophy. Yeah, like everything started with like with you have your business philosophy because that's. Yeah. Your business philosophy is like why why are we doing what we doing as a business? But what's your life yeah. philosophy, bro? Like what what are your what are things, ideas, and t- phrases, and sayings, and quotes, and, and teachings that yeah. you can like point to when the going gets tough, and be like, okay, that this is the call I'm making. Like, yeah. this is the the decision I'm making when I'm presented with these two options. You know, like, how am I gonna live my life, bro? Yeah, I feel like, uh, like I read a Ryan Holiday book once, and like he talks about like he was saying we have to like treat ourselves like like a startup like treat yourself as a startup of one is what he said interesting and i thought that was a really interesting way yeah to like think about it you know like i'm my i'm my own business you know even yeah. if i'm not like doing anything business related like like i like i'm my own business i got to take care of myself you know like yeah, i'm a startup of myself you know yeah well yeah. you're the, you're the representation of like you how you come is the representation of your life philosophy, yeah. your business philosophy, your art philosophy, your yeah. religious philosophy. So, I mean, it all starts with that, man. Yeah, bro. It's so important. People, Because you got to stand for something, bro. Like, you have to have principles. What you is know? it? Stand or stand for something or fall for everything? Like that's Something like man. that, yeah. Man. You know, like, you I think... You can't play in the middle all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like i rather, like, have something to say and be, like, hated for it. Yeah. Then like, then not say what I really feel and like yeah. everybody like me, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. kind of like blend in or whatever, you know? Like yeah, I mean most people are living that type of life. You they're know? they're too scared to say what they actually feel. And then I think the important thing is also like not only am I not afraid to say what I think and what I feel, but like I'm open to changing my opinion. I'm yeah, open to yeah. having a discussion or a debate. 
exactly. you know, or being questioned on my beliefs or whatever, you know. Exactly. In fact, I I I want that. Yeah, it's, I really yeah, seriously, yeah. I I don't live personally. I don't live my life thinking I'm right. No, not um, at all. No. At this moment in time, I might yeah. be right, but I don't know. Five minutes from now, I might change my tune. Yeah, I might learn something yeah. completely new in yeah. five minutes. You're an everlasting changing being. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Change is the only constant in life, man. Change yeah. is the only constant. There's a um, Greek philosopher. His name's Heraclitus. Um, ignore that name. But uh, <laughs> Eric, okay. that's his name. That's his oh, name. That's an Yo, these, insane name. I know, right? Yo, these these guys, these Greek philosophers, their names didn't age well. <laughs> but any, anyways, anyways, he says, um, no man steps in the same river twice. For it is not the same river and he is not the same man. You know, like mm. everything is changing. The situations yeah. that you encounter are changing. You are changing. Nothing truly ever stays the same. Yeah, it's true. You got to accept that too. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I found like once I stopped fighting that idea of change, life like just opened up for me. Yeah, like man. it felt so much more whole, so much more to offer. Whereas before, like, you know, you're looking for, like, specific outcomes. Yeah, you have an expectation on things. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, like things naturally aren't going to always go your way. And, like, that leads to frustration, yeah. resentment, all these yeah, negative and emotions. You, and you stop putting, you, yeah, you stop. Well, the reason for that, too, is because you put in a, an emotional attachment to the outcome. Mm -hmm. And that outcome doesn't occur. Absolutely. So then you feel the result of that, which is usually depression yeah. or some sort of downwards influx in your emotion in your emotional state so the best way the best practice that i see and that this is my this might tie back to my philosophy is to not throw an expectational result on an outcome yeah so if you pursue something go with the idea that um it can either it can well it's there's two things that will happen failures or you'll succeed but regardless, there's always an outcome that you can learn from um, and you can grow from. So that, that's how I view things. It's, it's with everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't tie my emotions to the outcome because regardless yeah. of the outcome, it's still going to be uh, something positive for me yeah, or exactly. a learning experience yeah. for me. Um, just let it be man whatever yeah. it is and you know what when you get to that place where you're just like going with the flow of life yeah, life man. becomes so much more fun you it's know true. like true. when you're thinking like oh i need this specific outcome to happen like for me to be happy i'll only be happy if this happened like that's really limiting but like when you just kind of like let go and let life happen yeah. like it becomes so much more fun you know it's like everything is new and fresh and yeah. spontaneous kind of live like a kid yeah right yeah that's right. you live yeah. like a kid yeah ah, that's a goal dude yeah honestly bro that to is just, the goal to just be a be a like big a, ass kid a big ass <laughs> kid bro like a child like childlike view of the world yeah man you can enjoy anything you see mm. yeah bro that's the best way to view things it is man it is because then you also have this really i feel like more times when i view the world that way as basically this big kid i feel I feel as if I have this really attractive presence emanating because people are, people can. It's your energy, yeah, bro. We were talking about yeah, energy earlier. It's true. It, it's true. It, people can feel out, like people can literally smell your vibe. Yeah, it's and your vibe, your and energy. And if your yeah. vibe is just not, like if it's negative or if it's dark. That's why like we say like people are magnetic, bad. bro. Yeah. Like your energy is like just attracting people. You're exactly. magnetic, bro. Exactly. Like, and people, they like that play. They like the the play that you that. Yeah. I mean, they they like to see someone actually enjoying their own presence, their yeah, own life, yeah. their the scenery, the setting. And I f I feel as if it's refreshing from yeah. the average adult. Re yeah, refreshing is which the right is word. Yeah, the average adult is too. Um, I don't know. It, like it, they're, they're, they're too serious. They're like too they've serious lost the ability and, yeah. to play. They've lost the play of being a kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's really like the goal of life, you know, is like to kind of like combine that like experience and wisdom you gain as an adult with like that. Don't lose that playfulness yeah. that you, you naturally have as a kid. Yeah, man. You know, don't lose that. It's, it's the same in relationships. I've noticed the best, the best uh, relationships I've had 
were when I was dating, but I was acting as if I was like I was enjoying. Like it wasn't too serious. It wasn't it was, too you serious. Know? It was like I was I was almost being a kid. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah I've had, yeah. My best relationships absolutely had like that element of play. That like element you, of play. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, you just feel like two kids, you know, like just two, two hanging kids, out, like, like laughing at such yeah like, some things that aren't even funny, but just, they're just funny between you and you live in spontaneously, you know, so you know yeah. like you're you're literally you're just having fun and yeah. nothing is too serious, nothing, nothing is exactly. weighing you down. It's just the moment when it does get serious that yeah. things start to sort of jive in a different direction where you're like, yeah. oh well, I need stability, and the yeah, other person you, yeah. might not be at the same level or. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when things sort of things start to rot. Yeah, things can start to fall yeah. apart at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's refreshing to see. Anyways, uh, what my point was, it's refreshing to be someone who has more of a playful outlook on yeah. life and not and not take things so serious or not take things. I to think heart. that's the foundation of a yeah. of a excellent relationship, though. Like, I think like first of all, you have to have that like. You know, like we're just having fun. You know, like yeah. we're just like two two peas in a pod. You know, like yeah. you know we're, we're we're friends. We're really good friends at first, and you know, like and we just like to have fun. And then like you kind of develop the more serious parts of the relationship afterwards. Yeah, man, we should we should have a podcast where we invite two people, like two girls, and then have this dialogue too. I would love that. Yeah, because I feel as if. That's definitely it a would topic be a very discuss. interesting topic to discuss uh, relationships and what what actually creates a good relationship. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because, yo, that's what everybody's looking for at the end of the at day. The end of the day yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody's it's, looking it's for. Such an inter- it's so interesting now because as a modern uh, a modern man in, in this like in modern times. Yeah. You, you know, are the relationship dynamics are very different. Yeah, man. Uh, so it's. But ultimately, the goal is similar to our predecessors, where we're, where, yo, at the end of the day, everyone's just trying to find love. Everyone's just trying to find love, bro. Like, yo, fuck the money, the bullshit, bro. Like, I'm just trying to be loved, bro. (laughs) Exactly. So, I would just be interested to to hear the other perspective. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Of like, what, okay, what, what are the things that women require for that? Yeah, because yeah, I man. I know as a man what I require. That's another thing too. Yeah, like you never really know what someone else is thinking yeah. or what someone else is feeling, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's a good time to end off the podcast. I feel as if because we we can we can talk all day, but yeah, we we really can. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess that's the end of this episode. Yeah. Um. We'll be right back here next week. Indeed. My name is Justin. This is Flow Grow and Glow. My name's Adam, and this is FGG. FGG. All right. And have enjoy the beautiful weather we're yes, having right now. Yes. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. Take care. Take care.